0: Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. It's your boy Chazzy Chad. Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Ronnie the Rhinoceros. Boy oh boy, episode 5, season 4, declaration dude. of war. It was a long two weeks, brother. My goodness, dude. I literally just watched the last episode
1: 40 times in a row yeah. until we got to this just bad boy. Every day, five times a day. Yeah. Declaration of War, or it could have also been named the episode that makes a lot of what Ronnie and Chaz talked about in the last two podcasts completely pointless. (laughs) I think that was like a subtitle, how they did in season one. Yeah,
0: they're they're pretty much like if you mentioned Helos more than one time, you're just a dumbass. (laughs) Talking to me. (laughs) No, but what'd you think? It was worth the wait. It was definitely worth the wait. It was very intense, for sure. Very intense. I love... The ending was uh, not what I was expecting, but in a very good way.
1: (laughs) Nope. Yes. I said that this is kind of... I think a lot of people were very hyped up, thinking some major action was going to go down this episode. I was in the mindset that we were going to get an episode like this, where it was going to be super intense. Just the action hadn't started, and it looks like next week. Who even knows what we're going to be in store for? My God, yeah.
0: Um, I mean, just the ending of this was just fucking mind-blowing. Yeah, and for sure. I can't wait, dude. It's nah, going to be a long week.
1: I, my thoughts mainly were just I felt like I couldn't breathe this entire episode. <sighs> the music kept me on like high alert at all times to the point that I had no bearing of time. Like The ball dropped at the end, but at that point I wasn't sure if I had been watching for 5 minutes, 24 minutes, or 40 minutes. Yes. I just didn't know.
0: Aaron's ominous voice, its just his tone of his voice just creeps me out. I
1: don't know what it is, but... Oh, I've gone all in on Aaron. I'm officially growing my hair out to Aaron's length. I'm going for this look. Uh, Hopefully it's ready around Halloween. I'm going to have the best Aaron cosplay. You know why you're doing it? Aaron Kruger cosplay ever. You know why? Why?
0: Because you were born into
1: this world. Wow.
0: It didn't take yeah. long for us to get there. <laughs> well, let's just get right into this. This shit was a banger. Um, I looked over and I think you had a little wet spot on your pants. You said you spilled some water, but I don't believe it. Oh, there were a few times where I definitely spilled some water and you didn't believe it. Yeah, at one point your face looked like Reiner's face, which
1: I was very concerned about. You. There but. were some lines in this episode where you just let out an audible moan. It was just kind of like a yeah, oh, and that was it. You didn't really have anything to say. It was just yeah. That's how I was. Anytime Peak talked, I oh, was wow. just like oh. Yeah, Peek's on some next level stuff this episode. I'll go ahead and say that she hit me a different way tonight, and I don't know why. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna start this off.
0: With a little flashback to Bert, Annie, and Reiner inside the walls, or right outside the walls, which or no, they're inside the walls, yeah, yeah. And this is them talking about it's well, specifically Bert talking about the man who hung himself, and you know, he keeps saying that he dreams about him and wonders why he did that.
1: Yeah, so there are a couple things already. First of all, the disclaimer of graphic content. Oh at yeah, the start. we gotta get into that. Never even We've It's never done that before, right? I don't know if this is because we're watching it like every time we've watched it before. It was kind of old. I don't know. What do you... I, th- I think that as soon as we saw this, I
0: knew there was going to be some bloody moments. Um, and,
1: and there were, but we've seen worse We, for we have sure.
0: I don't I, know if it's preparing us for next episode, but I have a
1: bad feeling that there's going to be... Well, I don't know if it was the whole Aaron's leg growing back later on. That was kind of graphic, but I don't know. Or uh, the leg of a specific someone at the very end of the episode. That yeah, was. I know, but I don't know. And for what has to be the first time ever, uh, Chatty Bert is going to get this episode started. He's the first one to talk. That
0: I love seeing this guy. He was one of my favorite characters in the first three seasons. He was always so exciting. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he talks about you know dreaming about the man who hung himself and Reiner's just like look we can't do anything about it just forget it and Annie says I bet he wanted someone to forgive him and Bert says I think he wanted to be judged by someone and we lead into the nicest transition right as Bert's saying that to Aaron staring at Reiner. We got
1: some judging going on. <laughs>
0: Beautiful transition. One of my it, favorite in the show. This
1: episode is filled with so many transitions. Most of them in my summary in my head is going to explode. So just stay tuned for that. Yeah. And boom, we go right into the opening. Did Before the opening is when Reiner says, Aaron, right? Oh, sorry. Be- because I had to laugh You're at this right, part yeah. because it was... I felt like this was the final reveal for the people who, like your roommate, who have no clue what's going on. Someone out there was like, holy shit, that's Aaron? (laughs) Yeah, it does. You're right. It gives a little recap. Aaron
0: says again, well, it's not a recap, but what he said last episode. It's been four years, Reiner. Yeah. And... Reiner just looks like he is shat all in his <laughs> pants and he doesn't know whether to attempt to clean it up in front of Aaron or just stand there without like acting like he didn't do it. Right. Falco is just looking in the corner like he's confused as hell, and he's like, Wait a minute, I thought this y'all were good friends. This doesn't look like y'all were good friends. You said to just go get your old pal, because you guys <laughs> used to hang out all the time. And then that's when uh Reiner says Aaron
1: and then we get into the opening and the opening hits different, dude. It, I almost counted how many different frames there were of either smoke or explosions. I forgot to, I, that I thought of doing that the first time through. And then I forgot the second time through, I will do that before the final okay. season's over.
0: It just scares me. The whole opening scares me even more now. Uh, seeing what Aaron did at the very end, we'll get to that. But, um, i've got a bad feeling about a lot of people in this show now i thought everyone was going to make it out alive but i've got a different take now <laughs> hey we'll see so we get Willie. he's backstage getting ready for his play bold choice Willie, going with the light blue outfit for the the show yep Willie the wonka he should have went with purple I think I've told you that before. Purple just right hits different. because he's
1: Willy the Wonka. I yep. see the joke you're going for there. I the light blue really brings out his eyes and his golden locks. Not a whole lot of people could pull that off. Willy could. Okay. And
0: uh, we get Madame Azumabedil. Oh,
1: Madame Azumabedil. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes.
0: You know who this is? This lady the same lady that Udo spilled wine
1: on? I don't. Th- I don't think so. Okay and I could be wrong it could be but for some reason I didn't I felt like I guess I felt like I would remember that person and I also felt like she had a name too that wasn't now I really hate that you asked that question because now I don't I know, know I'm sorry. you don't if, know and
0: no one knows we'll go back to that last episode I, th- I believe that it is the same lady I'm probably wrong but and yeah she comes up and she's like I just wanted to see your uh, cute
1: face Willie Madam Kimono was the person that Udo spilled a wine over, so not Kiomi. unless I mistyped my notes. So I do not think it is the same person. Okay. But you know how you can tell she's important? Because she's Asian. Okay, no. She has two guards wearing fedoras walking with her. That's why. <laughs> oh, that's how you know. That is a way better answer than mine.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. totally right, Ronnie. That's the one time I'll ever say that you're right. But yes, she says she tells Willie that her clan knows how brave he is, and I don't know if she's just saying he's brave because she knows the lowdown and actually knows the truth that Willie's about to say. Or what do you think about that? This
1: to me was definitely—I uh, mean, maybe something else when I get to it will refresh my memory. But as of right now, I'll say this was the most confusing part of the episode to me. Um, I don't know what this woman is. At first, I thought, okay. Is she the one who is, like, the poster child for the Marleyan government, but it's actually Willie and the Tiber's that control everything? She's just checking in? I I don't know. I don't think that's what she is because if you're, like, the official person, I don't think that you have two secret spies and fedoras walking around with you. And here's the thing, too, that's kind of confusing.
0: I know Mikasa, her dad was an Ackerman, and her mom was Oriental. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this kind of tribe they kind of they showed light on it last episode with Udo I don't know if they're trying to imply like these people might be important like they're Mikasa's you know other ancestry I don't know if they're somewhat how important in this I mean they've got to be because they mentioned them twice now but it could be also where Mikasa's mom was from maybe but yeah so Willie thanks her and calls her Lady Kiyomi um, we go back to Aaron and he tells Reiner to sit down Things are about to get interesting. We gotta have a talk. He mentions that they have great seats uh, mm-hmm. down in this basement because you can hear everything on stage and you know it's right behind the stage.
1: Yeah, they're sitting underneath a building uh, uh, and above them is all housing filled with kids, you know, parents, grandparents, the old, you know, yeah, old people, puppies, other lovely things, mm-hmm. but I'm sure none of that will have anything Plants. to do with anything. They just want to
0: enjoy a good show, so let's enjoy a good show. And he forgot to mention they're completely innocent people. I think, you know, very innocent and very awesome people right above them.
1: Super nice people. Yeah. Hope nothing ever happens happens to them.
0: It'd be a shame if anything happened to them. Falco then asks him if his hand is okay, uh,
1: and then Aaron opens up his hand, and there's just a massive cut on it. Just a little bit of an accident. Just a uh, little slice. Nothing... Yeah, he tells him he's like hey, it's just a little scratch. There's Come a little, on with Falco. little splinter on the the hand or the uh, what is it called the railing of the stairway yeah. coming down because he only had one leg. It was hard for him to get down. That's all That's it exactly is. right. Quit freaking
0: out, Falco. Jeez. And then Aaron finally gets Reiner to sit down, and right as Falco starts to leave, he's like, "No, Falco, you're staying right here." And Reiner says, "Just do whatever the man says." Yeah, he wants he wants Falco to hear all this. And uh, I think at this point, when Reiner tells Falco this, he realizes he might have done
1: fucked up. Falco's like, well, this is a little bit more intense than I would have imagined. We then get a little uh, snippet of Lady
0: Kiyomi. Yeah, this is why it's even more weird here. Yeah. With her companions, the little fedora guys that you were talking about. Well, they're not little. Well, they they're are. Not, they're, they're not, not little, little, but the fedoras are little.
1: Yeah. We'll see how right. little they are when they bring out some extreme form of fighting you've never seen before because they're fedoras and I've, I don't even know... Samurais this they are Asian. I'll tell you this right now. I don't think they are wearing sunglasses, but anytime I think of them, they're wearing they're currently yeah. wearing sunglasses. And they're strapped up with a samurai sword. Even at nighttime. But it's sheathed underneath their suits. Yep. Because? They're Asian. Um, no, so this is really weird. But I have to, people are probably trying to figure this out. I'm going to tweet out another one of Ronnie's classic videos. And by classic, I mean I've done it one other time with the egghead. So you can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. It's down in the description below if you uh, you want to click on the link or whatever. There's a kid walking, hilariously. I don't know. if <laughs> <laughs> It's not a, not a huge payoff there. It's just yeah. a kid walking, but he's very exaggerated in his motions. It's like... Someone told him to you know, be discreet, and that's how he started walking, and then I would run up. Mappa has done a great job with these background characters. <laughs> I love some of these
0: background people we've They're seen. They're killing it. It's just one of those things that make me giggle, because I'm like, no one walks that way. <laughs> but yeah, Lady Kiyomi, that that scene right there, she tells her you know, little compadres. Uh, she's like, all right, let's just leave. We can finally leave, or whatever. And they completely leave the area, which makes me believe that... She knows what's about to go down.
1: Okay, that's a good take.
0: Um, I think she somehow has the insight from the good, well, the good guys. We're considering the people of paradise, the good guys. (laughs) Who even knows anymore at this point? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think she's got to be somewhat working with them. I don't know how she would know that what's about to go
1: down otherwise. Yeah, I don't either. We'll see this lady again for sure because, or else this was just the weirdest thing that's ever happened.
0: They've got this whole clan because i think the lady before mentioned the clan too this has got to be something's got to be important and tie together right but next scene we got uh reiner's mammy that bitch of a mom her uh,
1: reiner's drunk of a mom has stumbled her way to the show reminds me of my mom which by the way first of all don't say that about your mom that's really mean are you letting her use the oven again because i'm smelling something oh god no are you shitting Please just tell me you
0: did not take her off the fucking leash when you came I, in here.
1: Listen, she said that you would allow her for 15 minutes to be my off my leash, God. so I let her in. It's 37 degrees outside, so I thought it would be okay. If the smoke alarm goes off, I'm going to beat some ass. I'm just saying. And you guys. might be part of it. Right now it smells good, but we know she how she deals with time. She might leave it in there a little bit too long. My little five-year-old cousin is
0: up there. He should be able to tame her for a little bit at least. But yeah, we got Reiner's mammy, and she's having a little talk with Mister Lanheart. Okay, some little Annie history here, and they're in the honorary Marleyan section, which uh, probably means jack shit. They just get to sit a little bit closer to the stage than everyone else, right? And he, um, you know, she's like, "This is the first time I've talked to you since they've gone off, pretty much." And he mentions Hoover. Or at least I think they said since Reiner came back. Okay, at least since Reiner came back. And then he mentions Hoover, Bertolt's dad, passed away, mm. but was adamant about his son being a hero uh, and sacrificing his life for Marley.
1: Yeah, Mr. Bert is dead. <laughs> what a shame. I could have, uh, I would have paid good money to see where a character as electric as Bert came from. It makes me sad. I, you know what it made me think of though? He
0: said he died in a hospital bed yeah that means Bert was probably trying to help his sick dad went off to war and then his dad died anyway so his sacrifice was for nothing
1: that's fucked up dude so so you felt like it it, they were saying that Bert's dad died while he was away yeah
0: or even now but it makes me think they kept saying he was in a hospital bed it makes me think that he might have been sick this entire time. And that's the reason Bert went off. He's like, I'm gonna be a hero for my sick dad. Then he just dies.
1: Well, to be fair, Bert wasn't trying to get um, the new age medicine they have on parody. <laughs> no, well, I mean, because well, if he's an honorary Marley, and he might he get better medicine,
0: he can get better medicine. Because think about it this way: Why else would Bert join? You feel like I feel like those kids have to have a reason. You know
1: i don't know i feel like or
0: unless he's just I, like, I feel
1: like a lot of them don't have a choice i feel like all eldians are put through testing and whoever does the best just gets put in this you think they were just like higher iqs and stuff than the others? yeah kind of like annie she her dad forced her to they're just phenomenal at pe yeah they're dodgeball you always sucked at that didn't? bert has got a fucking cannon not like zeke's but he's still got a cannon how do you know that I just know. I just can tell. He's got the build for a great uh, dodgeball player.
0: He's got not only a cannon, but he's the bomb, if you know Whoa. what I mean. Maggoth and Porky are on top of a building playing scout team. They have the high ground and are just looking out over the area. Maggoth still uh, can't believe, though, that they're using this internment zone to declare
1: war. You missed such an important part. We have heard some mutterings. General Calvi came to the party. He's at the theater. <laughs> yes, this
0: is right here. The candidates are mentioning that, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. All right, Keep just go. Don't forget to min- there mention was one General Calvi. Uh,
1: I think General Calvi was the only person they were just saying all the high ups of okay. the Marlian military had made. All it. the they're- high
0: ups are there, and they're like, we just can't believe that these Tiber's have this much power, and they're Eldians just like us. What do you know? And then right as they're saying that, Willie the Wonka's one-man show starts beginning when a guard comes up to the candidates and says, Maggoth has summoned them to follow him. Hmm. This is a tall,
1: lanky bastard. Peanut head. Yeah. You've kind of got a head like this. Well, not really. I've got a small mouth, is what well, people say, not a small head. Eh, you know, your mouth's so small because you're peanut head. Well, is... big head, big brain. That's what That's... I got. <laughs> That's why... That's why we go to restaurants and like, well, we have this awesome double cheeseburger. And I say, sorry, he doesn't like to talk about it, but he can actually only do the single cheeseburger. Can't really get his mouth around it. It's- That's, I mean, you're not wrong. And I've heard a lot of
0: fellas of a lot of lads talk about how big your mouth is. And it's kind of sus. Well. So we go back to the basement where it is just an awkward showdown. And Reiner asks why and how. Aaron- yes.
1: Awkward showdown. Great way to say it. It's the most awkward silence ever. Yeah.
0: Reiner then asks why and how uh, Aaron came. And I'm thinking the same damn thing. How the fuck did he get over here? And Aaron just responds, same reason as you. And Don't Reiner you breaks it? down.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Reiner screams out. He's like, <laughs> he has like an orgasm Aah! right here. <laughs> And then he says, I had no other choice. I'm still just laughing. I wouldn't have been surprised if sparks started coming it, from Reiner's yeah. head. He was so broken. As if he's not
0: broken enough. This poor lad, dude.
1: Like, Reiner losing
0: his shit. Aaron tells him to listen to the play. He's like, listen, man. The play's starting. Can you please just shut up yeah. and I need to hear, hear what's
1: going on? Willie spent a lot of time on
0: this. Let's listen to it. So Willie begins his play. He says, roughly 100 years ago, the Eldian Empire ruled the world with the power of the Titans.
1: Great use of shadow puppets.
0: Yes. I mean, these... I love how it's just him. He's the front man, and he's got his little shadows. It's like the Squidward talent show. Mm -hmm. Spongebob. It's beautiful. Spongebob Chronicles, coming soon. He then says, from the founder of your mirror until today, the Titans have robbed enough lives to eradicate humanity three times over. Wow, that's a lot of lives. Hey.
1: Three times is more than two, which means it's a, it's lot, a lot of lot.
0: lots. So just a beautiful, gorgeous play we got going on. Willie's talking about races being slaughtered, um, with great bloody actors behind him. How wonderful were those people? Those people nailed it, I thought that they yeah. nailed it. I think they should deserve a round of applause. I didn't really see people in the crowd
1: giving them you know No. But very underrated because yeah. they had so much fake blood on them. That's not something like they that was their moment they were cast as bloody person number one bloody person number two and once you get all that fake blood on you can't get that off so that was their moment to shine and they they nailed it i thought hot take that wasn't actually fake blood that was a random eldians
0: that they just sliced wow. really sliced them up that's why they
1: had this entire thing in the internment zone huh? yes for logistical reasons yep hot take
0: And just disgusting, though, if they really did have those dirty devil blood all over them, you know? So maybe it was fake blood. I don't think they would allow that. But once they ran out of enemies, they started killing each other, Willie says. Right. The families holding the eight Titan powers began to rule. So I'm assuming he's leaving out his own Titan power or maybe the attack Titan. That's why he didn't say nine. What do you think? Yes. Okay. I think yes. I like that. You should just start saying yes to everything. I, I just
1: like, Spa well, that would be really good podcasting, so I'm thinking about it. Um, I thought it was really interesting the Eldian Empire started fighting each other. Had we heard of that before? That was Not like, really, no.
0: It was always that they were just oppressing other races. And
1: Yeah, I mean, the way that it's portrayed here is that they're literally just taking up arms against each other. So it's interesting stuff. He then talks about one Marleyan using the
0: infighting to his advantage for victory, the man Helos. So I'm glad I covered Helos a lot last episode. He seems like a really important guy. Totally not fake.
1: He's totally, I mean, definitely not fake. Yeah. He was a big deal. Yeah. And he'll go down in history. He's the kin to uh, their saviors. It was at this point, uh, well, Willie is the kin to our saviors. Idiot. Um that's literally what the play is called. It's called Willie, kin to our Savior. So get it right. Okay. Did you not? Did you not get the the playbill? But no, I'm sure there's a reason for it. I'm just not cultured enough in theater to know. But the idea that Willie had all these people, you know, rehearsing their parts, learning all of it, and then said, "Fantastic! Now do it blindfolded." is really great.
0: <laughs> I totally missed that. I'm glad you mentioned it because I definitely remember it now. Um yeah they, they reminded me of my mom she's
1: blindfolded a lot whoa okay um that don't know where you're going with that so let's just completely keep moving okay so were you ever in a play i was yes now i don't think either one of i don't think either one of us was in drama club or anything but uh you know our little our yeah. little schools had little plays and stuff like that what give me your biggest moment your moment to shine. wow i've actually got a great story
0: here. i'm so excited okay. I was in second grade. Yep. Miss Reel's class, okay. Shout out Miss Reel's. Hopefully somebody can remember this. Somebody listening, I'm sure, had Miss Reel. Well, yeah,
1: our audience has gotten to the point where five or six people are listening, so. Yeah. I'm sure one of those people was also in Miss Reel's second grade class. And we were
0: doing a Johnny Appleseed play, Mm -hmm. and we had to pick, we literally picked out of a hat what position we got. Oh, so bitch. And so I'm second grade, I'm a shy, little nervous little guy. Right. And I'm like, as long as I don't get Johnny Appleseed, I will be happy. (laughs) Because he's the star. So I pick out of the hat, and what do you know? Johnny Appleseed is the name that I pick. All right, Chad. Headlining. So just scared shitless out of my mind, I had to wear a stupid pot on my head. (laughs) Yeah, And my voice cracked. I literally probably pissed myself i don't remember it too well because i was so terrified
1: was this in front of the class or parents
0: or whatever this no this was not in front of parents luckily it was like a class thing it was in front of the entire class and i feel like i killed it dude
1: yeah so i had a very similar similar experience uh we had a play that was just done inside the class it was the little red riding hood and dude believe it or not we drew names from a hat and i was the little red riding hood no, but I was kind of like big man on campus. I went to a school with 30... Uh, 30... No one's ever referred to you as big, well, man I was, I was a big man on campus. Well, I was the big man on campus, because there were only 25 second graders at my school, and therefore I was definitely like the big man on campus. Yeah, the, but, the wide guy on campus. Right, I kept saying it, I knew you were going to make that joke, because you're so predictable. But no, I actually, since I was the big man on campus, I don't know if I mentioned that part, got cast as the Big Bad Wolf, and it was awesome, Because we had a construction paper tree that uh, you know the losers that weren't cool enough to be in the play had made, and for five minutes of the play, I got to just stand with construction paper in front of my face with the tree hanging from the wall, and then finally I came out like and And everyone howled. Everyone was like, "Whoa! Who saw that guy standing behind the construction paper and just nailed my part?" You just howled. They were like, just do a very large burp. We know you can do it. Well, I had Look to. You. I had to eat. Um, I had to eat some people, and eat little Red Riding Hood, and then of course the butcher man, fucking Mac. His name was Mac. He was the butcher man. Hated that guy, and he got to like butcher the shit out of you. Butcher me, but we all know who the main big part was, and that was me. But in all the other plays, like Willie, I was usually always the narr- narrator because my teachers would be like, "Wow, you know, you have such a way with words." There's only 20 students in this entire school. You're the you only... Just, your reading skills are just off the charts. You're like, you speak the best out of anybody that gets off that short bus. So, uh, so you, here you go. Whoa. So they said, you be the narrator. Oh, and also you should think about starting a podcast. And I was like, all right, we'll see what happens. Wow, dude. And, and little do you know, 20 hey, years later, look what happened? Look at me now. Wow. Look at me now.
0: Hey, you know what? You should be like one of those athletes and you should shame your old teachers for telling you uh, to go to college and be smarter. Because right. you sure. don't even need it.
1: Yeah. Because as if I, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet. Uh, look at me now. All right. Well, now that we got
0: that out of the way, um, so we're going back to Helos, the totally not made up man. And. Thanks to him, he tricked Eldians to kill each other, and the Tiber's joined hands with him um, to force the unbeatable King Fritz to flee and retreat to the island of Paradise. Then all the audience of the world leaders and everyone else, they're all captivated. They start clapping by Willie's play. They're like, wow, this story's so true. <laughs> <laughs> this, this story's great because it's true. This is the best nonfiction play ever. He then says that King Fricks fled to Paradise, by, that once he fled to Paradise, he, with millions of titans, okay, these are just god-awful notes. Did you you hack my computer? You're nailing it, dude. You're nailing it. Okay, when he fled to Paradise, he used millions of titans uh, to potentially tramp the world. Trample the world. Yep, that's the word, trample the world. Jesus Christ, dude. Right. Okay, let's start this again.
1: I'm going to try it again, huh?
0: When he fled to the island of Parodies, he threatened everyone else with millions of Titans that were going to trample the world if they ever intervened. And then he says it's a fluke that it hasn't happened already. So Marley sent four Titans there to retake the founding Titan. But the armored Titan was the only one to return, and the Eldian Empire is still alive and well. Said, don't worry, we've got our best 12-year-olds on the case. Aaron, we go back to Aaron, and he asked Reiner if trying to save the world was the reason that he kicks down the walls. What do you think about Are that? Are you crying? I mean.
1: Gee, <laughs> you just, like, pause? You're rubbing
0: your eyes? You... All right, be honest, man. Did you get a little teary-eyed at all this episode? Are you
1: already emotional?
0: No, dude. I, I kind of did, I won't lie. I thought back to when they were little, you know, just trainees. These little tykes. Made me sad, man. Look how far we've come. Hey, are you okay? <laughs> the myst- the mysterious, mysterious and guard. Then takes peak and pork, porco. I'm gonna. Isn't that a stupid? Which is a stupid name? It's porco. Is it porco? Yes. <laughs> Porky. Is that what is the name that they make fun of him with? Oh, uh, uh, pock, pock paco or Yeah. Okay, Peek and Pac. That's what I meant to say. Which is a
1: stupid... Like, Porco is already stupid enough. Why is Pac even more stupid? Well, I don't know why you felt like you had to flex your muscles and put Pac in your notes, because I'm pretty sure they call him Porco the whole episode, but... Well, you know, it's just great podcasting. And they take
0: them away while telling Zeke that he's been called to the gate. Oh. Yes. What do you think
1: about this right here? This goes all very interesting because you've got your whole glove thing then we get this line and it made me think back to last episode when falco he runs up to reiner and zeke speaks up and says oh yeah the play shouldn't start for a while you definitely still have time to go with falco
0: yeah Uh
1: is mr zeke a goody guy well don't say that (laughs) you know wait is, do you call is
0: mr zeke a goody guy zeke he's, a, he's just so cool zeke all right so while Peek is being taken away her face is so sleepy and you can tell she just wants to go back to her house like you said through her magical bead mm-hmm. door yep and water her 2000 plants while smoking the fattest doobie of all time
1: yep she's gonna you know walk through the hanging beads light some incense and just have a. Like, I will give anyone here ten
0: thousand dollars if Peak is not a major stoner. Mm-hmm. Anyone. I would also love to smoke a fat one with her and then whoa, do some other things. Whoa. Okay. Then she says she's seen this guard before.
1: Jesus Christ! This
0: little tall, lanky bastard. This guard that's taking him off. This guy's so tall. He then he insists though that he's just been called out over here from a different zone and he doesn't want any chit chat with Eldians. And she goes, well, I do fancy your beard. Do you? Is this beard real, though? Hey, are you <laughs> sure you do? More and uh, this beard later. This is when this tall, lanky guy, Ronnie, pointed something out to me that I missed. He believes that it is...
1: Do you want to go into it now or later? Armin Arlert. Armin Arlert. At first, I thought Connie, because I was trying to think of who has such a small head. And then they were so tall, but we'll get more into it yeah. later. But I've decided. And armen. then
0: uh, the whole beard thing. There's no way my little cute Armin has a beard. But <clears throat> Peek sees the the Panzer unit is what oh, she calls them. Yeah, the Panzer <laughs> unit,
1: which is the team that wasn't quite good enough to be warriors. And yeah. like you said, I think they're actually marleys because they don't Marlins. they don't have, uh, armbands. But these guys
0: rip these guys are awesome Rip. these marlians ride her titan form and you can tell that they wish she wasn't eldian so they could also ride her human form
1: uh, i missed that line but you're not wrong so
0: i mean and i i must say if i were one of these guys and i was on top of peak all day man what lucky bastards
1: uh, did you see that one hunk of dick in the back with the red bandana around his neck yeah or like a scarf. Anyone instantly becomes hotter if you wear a red bandana around your neck. It's just what happens. Or a scarf. I don't really know what it is. Mikasa. Um, yes, hers is kind of burgundy, but sure, it works for me. Now listen. I'm listening. There, There's another tweet going up sometime this week of one of these guys, because he also has a great facial expression. I just love... I'm so intrigued by all the background characters. They're great.
0: MAP has done a wonderful job of this. At Podcast Chronic. Twitter.com. We go to Magath who wants everything suspicious reported to him, even if it's barely anything. He doesn't care what it is. If it's someone picking their nose suspiciously, report it to him now.
1: He's got a few teams out there snooping around. And someone's like, well, sir, this is a pretty small thing, so I'm not sure if it falls under the umbrella you've laid out just now. But all of the warriors are no longer sitting in their seats, but we probably shouldn't worry about that, though, right? That's probably not what you were talking about. (laughs) Yeah, mysterious guard then leads Porco and Peek
0: into a room where he then cuts a rope that ends up being a trap, and they fall through the floor. It's just like a Scooby-Doo episode, and they fall all the way down in what is like an enclosed whale. A whale, Jesus Christ. (laughs) A whale.
1: They are above an ocean, and they just fall <laughs> into a whale.
0: And they fall into the well, or whale, whatever, however you say it. And we get a good look at this guy's face, and holy fucking shit, it's Armin Arler. I and mean, it's just fucking Armin Arler, baby. What, what up? Dude, and his beard is so fake, it's unbelievable. There is no way that beard is
1: real. He's wearing a beard that should go along with a small pickup truck, a pack of cigarettes, and a hat that has a bill that is so extremely bent, it's about to snap in half. I said... <laughs> that is a great take. I also said that it looks like one of those
0: glasses that you put on that has a fake mustache, except it's around his chin because right. it looks so fake. Okay. Um and no, yeah, so. his face and his hair though, it's one hundred percent Armin Arlert, right?
1: Yes. God, what a, that was a great catch by you because I was feeling myself I won't it's, lie. It's, I didn't very catch it. it's very quick. It's very quick the first time through. But in even the fir- after the first time through I still wasn't sure. I had just seen blonde hair. And I was like, oh, I think that's Armin. But there is definitely a scene where it just shows his full face and it's, it's our guy. And,
0: dude, how is this guy so tall now? Dude,
1: puberty Why is one he hell up? of a drug. It's one hell of a drug puberty oh, is. Oh, man.
0: My poor little baby, Armin Arler. He's just taking the form of Berthold Hoover.
1: Uh, he's taking his height. Let me – now, listen. No homo. He looks like one of these guys, so I'm just getting your initial thoughts here. Quick thoughts. One of these skinny guys, how big is his dick?
0: Oh, man. It's, uh, you know, those 6'4 skinny white guys?
1: Dude, he has got to be packing. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. If, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's always the skinny tall guys that just have a fat
1: heart right. on them. So I don't know what's going on with you. But... <sighs> or Levi. From what I've heard. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it already.
0: Yeah, you haven't seen it, and trust me, you won't see it. (laughs) That's a rule. We go back to Falco, who is still just dumbfounded that Reiner is terrified seeing his old friend. It's a great rule we made. Then it clicks, and he realizes that four years ago has to be when Reiner was actually on paradise. And, you know. I started thinking here, well, what's his name? Falco's thinking to himself, too, but does Aaron actually... I was thinking a couple episodes ago when Aaron gave that long speech to Falco. Man, Aaron actually likes Falco. Um,
1: yeah, it was at this point in the episode, for some reason, you uh, you looked up at me and while you had your laptop in, well, your lap. You looked up and said... I'm saying this to make sure I say it in the episode. And I said, Well, hey, take notes.
0: Well too, I'm never I'm not the greatest at taking notes. You know this. I'm not a great typer. I've always been a pencil and paper type guy, but you've shamed me so long on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We had
1: all these people email me in. Yeah, no one emailed to to use, anything. So start you, using computers. You um, just tried to make the fact that you didn't own a laptop cool. You're like, Oh no, I like actually really prefer it this way. It's just, uh, you know, nothing beats just me and a number two wooden pencil and a notebook. That's just how I roll. And then I
0: dropped a fat K on this laptop, thanks to Trader Joe's. And now I have not got any of my money back. So I guess we're not making any money off this podcast. And what do you know?
1: We continue to make Shocker. zero money on this podcast. Don't know why you keep talking about that. So yeah, <laughs> Willie starts to talk about the truth. Will you give me my part of the episode? We're not there yet, are we? Yeah, we are. Okay, well, I
0: have one last thing. Can I say the last thing I have to say before we get Sure, keep
1: just hogging in on my part of the episode. That's fine. Willie starts to talk about the truth. All right, you're up. So, there was a calling card. Not going to make that mistake again. Well,
0: it's not that important. Uh,
1: Yeah, but it's that mindset, which is why it's your fault that we skipped right on by it. Every time I watched an episode, I always paused for the calling card. When we watch it and you've got the remote, you just... Flutter on by. And you're like, oh, Actually, that's probably I not this time.
0: I paused it and went and took a nice tinkle in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, the second time when we were doing notes, not the first time we were watching it. You just kept on trucking through. Okay. Fine. So, Willie then says, okay, you know, this entire first hour and a half of this play is common knowledge. Well, here's what really happened. And one guy's in the middle of an aisle just having to pee so bad. He's like, are you serious? I thought we were almost mm-hmm. done. Willie says, in passing down the Warhammer Titan, the Tiber family inherited its memories.
0: Okay, I got a hot take right here. Before you keep going, when he's talking, he's got the Helos actor next to him, Mm -hmm. and he's also got the the Warhammer actor next to him. All right, this is a weird take on your part. The Helos actor, it's Jean. It's Johnny boy. That was your hot take, yeah. Dude, I'm calling it, man. It is Jean. All right,
1: throw it out there. You also failed to reveal your, um, your just hilariously pathetic take, which was the guy dressed like a Roman god portraying the Warhammer Titan. You are like, dude, that's what the Warhammer Titan looks like.
0: It of, does. Dude, of the, Warhammer,
1: the Warhammer Titan, it's like the Hulk, where when it transforms, it's still somehow wearing clothing. <laughs> it's just, yeah, got I'm a, telling you, it's got a Greek, Greek robe on. It's going to be a Greek mythological. <laughs> titan with just a giant cock of a hammer on him. And so anyway, the the memories were passed down and Willie will now reveal the truths that they learned. And people are, at this point are getting antsy. They start talking in the audience. We have guys whispering to one another because they don't know where he's going with this. He says, It was neither Helos nor the Tiber's who ended the war, but it was King Fritz he anguished over the Eldian's vicious past and the infighting between the Eldians. And above all, he was pained by the endless oppression of Marley. Yep. And when he inherited the Founding Titan, he schemed with the Tibers and fabricated a Marlian hero. His name? Helos. Are
0: you oh shitting my me? God.
1: Are you shitting me, dude?
0: I talked for four hours last podcast on Helos. And he's not even real.
1: So let's go ahead and get this out right up front. You're taking everything Willie say, says here for Bible. This is just the fact. I this makes more sense to me than the previous uh, Yeah. A novel. lot of the King Fritz stuff does make sense. Um it just pisses me off, dude. I talked about Helos. I thought I had this
0: just grand take. I thought it was yep. genius. I thought I was the next, like, Michelangelo. Yeah, no. you were
1: on this Helos was an Ackerman that I yeah. even I was buying in on. I was like, wow. I was like, like, wow, this guy's done his research. Chaz like, has really stepped his game up. He's on his shit tonight. But, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> so fucking. Oh, what's it like to be wrong? Because I never am wrong. Never. Someone point well, out. Hey, one... didn't you say Kits was... <laughs> Someone point out one time I was wrong. It's incredible. I have a 100% accurate... Episode 7, Season 1. <laughs> so the king moved uh, as many Eldians as he could to the island and closed the gates. He claimed thousands of titans would be released if they were ever threatened, but that was not his intention. He made the vow renouncing war so his ideological... Ideological, all all, ideology. Uh, so wait, let me try Ideography, this word again. I think his. Can you say it? Try it. Ideology. Hey, great job. <laughs> Thanks, man. I've you should have. You should have been. Get, were you cast as Johnny Appleseed to play before? Because
0: you would do great. I was, and I actually didn't even speak during it because apparently Johnny Appleseed was mute.
1: <laughs> so he made the vow renouncing war. So his ideology. <laughs> Still didn't do it right. it would be inherited. And then it's revealed that his name was Carl, which might have been yeah. said before, I don't know, but that's just another name that I've got to laugh at. How
0: nutty is this, Ronnie? Take a take a little thinker about this one. Okay.
1: Our boy Rod, Rod Reese, Rod Rice, however the fuck you say his last name. Is oh, it Rice? Yeah, definitely Rice. That's how we said it for, I don't know, 15 episodes. Okay. Another thing that Chaz did this episode was at one... What did you... You said... The marley What did you say? Marleyans. The, <laughs> the Marleyans. I think that sounds so much cooler than the Marleyans. <laughs> Does it not? The Marleyans. Anyways. You might be right. It's just we've been calling them one thing for, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't Eight. think I'm right. I think it is Marleyans. Eight episodes and then you just said Marleyans. Anyways, I was going to say our boy
0: Rod Reese. I, I don't know why I just said that either. Rod Rice. Was actually a good guy How about that Um Well if this whole thing is true Frida and him are actually Trying to keep peace in this world By staying in the walls Right Correct.
1: Well because we do like They were royal blood And we know what happens If a founding titan has that That by King Fritz Takes over their The ideology The ideology The ideology yes exactly Okay It's a hard word. Everyone try it. But yeah, Carl Fritz. Peace was all that guy wanted because his name was Carl. So, of course, he wanted peace. He didn't want to fight nobody with a name like Carl. But if Marley grew strong and came to the island for the founding Titan, he would accept it. He believed the sins of Eldians were so grave that they could never be atoned for any of it. Wow, dude. So when we get little Aaron's
0: flashback to Grisha confronting Frida we now know why she didn't give a fuck that they were being attacked she just let it happen
1: yeah his last request was to just have some peace within the walls before his death and so at this point the audience is at a loss for words they are you know they have essentially been duped they've been lied to okay
0: is that where we got the little flash image of kenny and yuri yes Yes, I thought that was awesome. Good throwback, because Uri said these same words, talking about he just was glad that he had a little peace inside of paradise uh, for the little time that he had. And he said, not not so in the distant future, uh, the world will crumble. Mm. Does that mean that he could foresee all of this happening, or he just guessed? Can he actually see into
1: the future? Well we know that the future memory things well we know that he can because it's just like kruger where he had the crazy line of mikasa and armin he's like whose memories are those so he just got a flash of memories kruger did but it seems like yuri well, well my theory even knew way more well, my that. theory the whole time was Yuri had like yuri had it. straight up that was like what he was most focused on i think just as far as the power of the titan goes he just seemed like he sunk into that shit
0: okay and going back to this you know it's terrifying now the way aaron has been acting does aaron know the entire future of what's going to happen now
1: so i don't know i don't think that they just know all the future it's just glim- like kind of flashes of memory i just think some stuff's connected and it's like okay. you said before like aaron didn't immediately know everything he had to have Grisha's notebooks to put it all together and i just think there's probably like different different levels of stuff
0: like that so but you at least think aaron has seen some things of the future now that he's yeah i because
1: aaron seemed like he was getting pretty deep into it as well so i wouldn't be surprised if he knows some things um so no in exchange for peace the tibers joined hand with carl fritz and sold out the eldians to marley what a bunch of dicks
0: I always thought this Willie guy was a nice guy. He doesn't sound like a nice guy anymore. He's a snitch or bitch,
1: a snitchy bitch with a give, f- throwing a fit. And he probably has it, a clip. But he, whoa, he says they are no more than traitors living in a crooked honor. What a line there! I paraphrased it a little bit, but.
0: well, I think now that he's kind of accepting that he's you know a bastard, he's a a cunt. Um, I really think whoa.
1: that. Yeah.
0: I really think that everyone will forgive him and he'll live a long and happy life now that he's
1: accepting it. So, uh, Willie says that he's telling everyone this because he believes them to be in great danger. Just then a young lad runs up to Magath to tell him the warriors and soldiers sent to get them are missing. And Maggoth mobilizes a search team, so Porky makes a call. Old Porky. So at this point you you had kinda talked about how Armin fit into this. So it would almost seem like for Armin to get this job of going to get the Warriors, either he he's basically been part of this military ever since Aaron you know, started undercover. And you don't have anything to say here? Yeah, when they were talking
0: um, Nagath and Willie Tiber, when they were talking about infested rats in the military, right? we now think that they're probably talking about Mr. Arlert himself, which I don't know how they would have known that a couple of people in the military are you know going against them. I, that's still to be seen. Right, to be
1: clear, if that's what we think, they think that there might be some of that going on, but they wouldn't have known who, because if that's the case, how on earth did they let Armin be the one that does this? extremely important job
0: yeah that tall lanky bastard with the fakest beard i've ever seen i really hope that armin's really not that tall and he's got some like stilts on or something because i just can't see my little baby being that tall
1: and another reason that kind of went along with why y- you thought this was because maggoth says has it begun question mark yeah so we cut over to porco and peak who are in this pit to restrain warriors it's too cramped for one to transform without squishing the other. And even Porco's if they transform, just... they make it seem like, oh, yeah, just... There's a few bones broken oh, in man. there, so it starts you know what it steaming looks like? up. It looks like my arm in fourth grade, basketball
0: Ugh. game. I got tripped up, a guy fell on me, and my arm looked exactly like his arm. Only difference, it wasn't steaming and regenerating right. itself.
1: Yeah. that You were the first friend I knew that had uh, a bone broken, so I came over and you were hitting yourself with a wooden spoon and i remember driving home and asking my mom i said why I didn't hit himself with a spoon and they explained it was to like itch uh oh yeah itch the inside and i was like Whoa. yeah dude funny cool story actually i had to play where's waldo
0: in the hospital mm-hmm. okay yeah so they put they didn't put me out for to put my arm back into place or whatever so they basically put a tourniquet around my arm right. and cut off the blood flow while yeah. they put numbing stuff in it. And this lady with a Where's Waldo book to my left kept telling me to search for Waldo and don't look to my right, whatever I do. Right. You know what that's called? What's that called? It's called the Bitch Book. The bi- It is definitely the Bitch Book. And I was such a monster of a kid in fourth grade that I looked over to the right while I could hear my bones snapping back into place and watch them put it back into
1: place. It was epic. And that's why you should probably be put down because there's no way you're not a psychopath. <laughs> so, another line that Porco said while he's at the bottom of this pit, which was, I thought, very funny. He said, why'd that scrawny soldier even do it? I'm talking about Armin. Because he's <laughs> dude, so scrawny.
0: Why is he so skinny and so tall? Why? I'm not over him being that tall, dude. It's I'm about very, to quit watching
1: the show. Very off-putting. And if that beard is real, which there's no way there's it is... no way. Holy shit. <laughs> so, yeah, they are essentially... Well, so you had a problem with this, uh, with them down All here right, in the pit. Yeah, yeah, Well, it's not really a
0: problem. It's more I'm just confused No, you said you fucking thing. hated the show and
1: because you had this problem. I did not soon. say that,
0: Ronnie. Don't put words into my mouth. I do not like when you do that. I said that. You said you were quitting the podcast because this just didn't make sense to you, so you were going to quit the podcast. Well, I'm going to quit the podcast if you keep saying bullshit like that. How about that? But I was saying that if Porco and Peek can't turn in the the well, we're going to call it a well. I don't give a fuck what you call it, okay? We're calling it a well. Hey, it's a classic well inside the building. In season one, I was watching with my dummy roommate and his girlfriend last night, uh, the episode where Aaron is training.
1: So you've seen that episode 49 times?
0: Well, I think this was the 48th, but yeah, 49 tomorrow. And... Aaron tr- tries to transform in the well. He can't, but they're saying for him to do it in there so he'll be cramped and he won't go ramp, you know,
1: rabbit or whatever. 49 tomorrow because you're, you got to do a watch it again because you're taking notes for the podcast that you're doing with your roommate also yeah. on Attack on Titan.
0: <laughs> Check out the uh, R Word Chronicles. It'll be up tomorrow. Um, but then, yeah, so Aaron can't, they were putting him in the well for that reason, but. As we see at the end of this episode, it kind of defies the logic because Aaron is in a basement and we know what happens there. But it might be different. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the only thing I could think of would be
0: that it... Because um, it's technically not like a, a well where you're enclosed all around. Right, there's,
1: they're essentially like... If, if it is a well, I don't know how deep down they are because they were like in a building that dropped out. They would essentially be like buried underground with like dirt and then these cement or stone bricks. Yeah. Whereas Aaron's just going through like wooden That's true, beams yeah. and stuff like that. Uh but Peek says again, she's already said this, that she thinks she has seen them before. And, and you were th- you were talking about oh, she saw Armin on parody yeah because initially this kind of ruined or made you not a believer in my armin theory because you're like she yeah. you never really saw armin and armin was burned to
0: a crisp and he never had direct contact with uh the cart titan aka
1: peak it was it was only like jean hanji right connie but now thinking back on it i think even erwin says a line about how they had like a spy like yeah. they already knew that they so who knows where the card side was but you know she him, could
0: so. have been far away i don't know how she would have directly known him but like you said it could be that she's seen
1: him in the military just a couple of months ago or something like that yeah maybe so back at willie's show notice how the actors around him have essentially stopped i don't think they choreographed this part but there is music they start playing some uh some intense horns And he says to himself that this is his atonement. Fritz erected three walls formed by tens of millions of colossals. Which... Whoa. Like, Uh, we kind of knew how the walls were, and we knew how big those titans must have been, the way that it was structured. Um, Tens of millions is a big number, Chad.
0: Yeah, I think he said earlier on in in the the first portion of the show, which was a complete lie, that it was... Like hundreds of thousands. Now it's tens of
1: millions. So I don't know if he's got a flair for the dramatic because tens of millions of colossals seems almost impossible. But But
0: then you think about how long the walls are, you know, maybe a million is what I was thinking. Uh tens of millions. I feel like Willie's just a very dramatic character. (laughs) And
1: (laughs) Yes, he's a very dramatic
0: character. Very dramatic, and he's just, uh, you know, throwing that out there for intrigue, and uh,
1: I don't know what I was about to say. He's just throwing it out there. Well, his favorite, uh, you know, art is drummy, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so he then says the peace was undermined by a person who stole the founding titan, and once again, there is a threat to our world, a rebel against peace, and his name Aaron and so this is when things just start going unbelievably crazy i think i'm at one point uh you looked over my laptop keyboard was on fire it was smoking that's how hard i was having a time keeping up and you know doing this in a timely manner keeping keeping the notes flowing through the computer so aaron starts growing back his leg crazy animation
0: oh man this thing this was top five disturbing things I've seen in this show so far. Number one, uh, Mikay being torn to shreds in season two. Number two, Aaron growing his leg like back. Wild.
1: Uh, I mean, his little toes sticking out of his little nub or oh, just man. like... Yeah. Valco's it made me think of your, when his little toes
0: were sticking out, mm-hmm. it made me think of your leg, how small it was, and how little your feet are. Are you talking
1: about how cute my feet are? I got
0: those cute yeah, feet? It's like a size, size 7 in women's. Mm, it's the most unbelievable thing ever, but it's like a 4E. You Just have to have that wide.
1: Cute little foot. Yeah, my dad says that we have Flintstone feet. Is that, is so that called means you're really Flintstones,
0: fast? Right? They, Flintstones, right? Because they really ran fast. in car- Yeah,
1: we got real tough feet. And you're really fast. Uh so yes. Falco is mad because Aaron tricked him. Aaron says sorry, I needed your help. Didn't seem like he's too sorry. Nah. Falco then thinks back to the letters that he was been sending for Aaron. And Aaron says they weren't for his family, but for his comrades. And if Reiner wasn't worried enough, he certainly is slightly more concerned now. He's like, wait a minute, Falco, you sent letters from this guy? <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> you 12-year-old douchebag. So the threat of paradise is a rumbling of Titans, is how Willie uh, says it. And I like, I like it. I like rumbling, that a lot, rumbling. The rumbling. And Willie knows that Aaron may begin this rumbling at any time. Dude, I, for one,
0: looking at how Aaron is now and then him saying that absolutely terrified me. I did not. I've completely forgot the whole uh, the, the whole threat going on, and then the fact that Aaron has the power to do that is not
1: something to look forward to at all. Yeah, well, let's get through this summary, and then we've just got some talks to have here. Uh, all civil all civilizations would be trampled, so that's not great. Aaron says it's like Willie's. Aaron says oh. something about his Willie. Okay, here that, it was confusing because. Oh. Aaron says, hey, Reiner, it's like Willie says, I'm the bad guy. I might just destroy the world. Whoa. Whoa. But to Aaron, they were the bad guys, too. He reflects. He talks about how he watched his mom get eaten. He asks, why, Reiner? Why was my mom eaten by a Titan? And Reiner said, because I broke the wall to sneak in and see how the king would react. Aaron asks what the mission was, and Reiner says to retake the Founding Titan and save the world. And this is just great right here. Is this where Aaron finally smiles for the first time this season? There was one part where he finally smiled. Well, it probably is this part okay. because Aaron says, I see. If it was to save the world, you didn't have much choice. Sassy Aaron. Yeah. Very sassy. Reiner says back then Aaron told him I'll make you guys suffer and die in the worst way possible and Aaron says he vaguely remembers that (laughs) I love how Aaron is acting I mean yes he has gone totally dark but as I said in the season 4 preview I was so afraid that he was going to be this emotionless robot and that's not what he is no because he had a smile (laughs) on his face too I loved seeing him smile that's not what he is at all He saw everyone on the other side of the sea as his enemies, but then he crossed the sea. He slept under the same roof, ate the same food, and Aaron sees that he's just like Reiner. He says, sure, there's jerks here, but good people too. He looks at Falco and says, it's the same way across the sea. We then flash back to Aaron on top of the building watching over Reiner and the warrior candidates as he talks about how they were taught everyone in the walls was a devil. This was the part that I halfway nailed. um, Brag. (laughs) (laughs) You were children who knew nothing, but it was drilled into you. What could you do, right, Reiner? Hasn't that been eating away at you? And Reiner says, no, I've actually been in a great place mentally. I've been doing quite swell. I've really been... Honestly, haven't thought about it once since I've been back. I've just really been chilling out. No, Reiner, Reiner says Aaron is wrong as he does a very aggressive kneel in front of Aaron. This is... Oh, man, this is just brutal. This is bitch made right here. But this is a final stand. He tells him that after Marcel was eaten, Bert and Annie wanted to turn around and go home, but Reiner made them go on with the mission because he wanted to be a hero. He wanted people's respect. Oh, this makes me so sad for that. That is guys. so sad. So sad. Fuck he takes the blame for aaron's mom being eaten we cut back to willie willie says he was cursed with his eldian blood and more than anyone he wished the eldians were wiped out we cut back to aaron and reiner yeah reiner says i'm sick of this of myself just kill me and in another great transition willie says but i do not wish to die
0: and then this is Aaron smiling right here. Okay, I okay, messed this up. Where, okay. This is where Aaron smiles. So, yes, the transition to Aaron saying, "I do, or to Willie saying, I do not wish to die was just gorgeous. I thought yeah, that was, was a gr- great transition. Ryan
1: says, just kill me, but I do not wish to die. Awesome. And I hope he doesn't die. I hope he's fine. He's going to live a long, happy life. And that is because I was born into this world. And it's at that point that I heard Chaz just go, oh. oh, Carla said that season three it's time to join as one and face this dreadful enemy the audience at this point they have bought back in they've started crying Mm -hmm. they don't know if this is what part's true if this is some elaborate story he's brought i don't even know what they're thinking at this point tears are flowing they're clapping
0: kin of our saviors
1: soldiers start surrounding the staircase of reiner and aaron Uh, some people didn't get the note of flash photography because uh, Willie's still going up there and flashes are all over the place. It was insane. But Willie's a trooper. He's not going to be a dick and say, hey, can I get these people out? He's going on with the show, even though these people are ruining it for the rest of everyone. Aaron stands up and says, like I thought, I'm the same as you. And as Aaron reaches out his hand to help Reiner up, the scene is dubbed over with Willie saying, "I want you to join me in the fight against the devils of Paradis Island." Not a transition, but also just great work. Yeah, great work. Aaron says, "I think we were born this way." Willie says, "Here and now, representative of the Marlian government, I proclaim." Aaron says, "I keep moving forward." Until, until I destroy, destroy my enemy. Oh! Chest <sighs> bump. <sighs> Aaron starts to transform. Reiner moves to protect Falco.
0: Oh, dude! How about the look on Aaron's face when he's doing this? Oh. He he looks dark. Or his eyes. He looks
1: dark.
0: Mappa made his eyes bluer. They did. Or greener, you mean? Are you colorblind? You shit? Well, it's like a blue-green. It's like a blue-green, but it, it glows. Like, it, when he was transforming, it started to glow even more. When he harder. tides out
1: here in a second, they're 100% oh blue. Oh, my God. He's such a sexy man. Back to Willie. He says, to the enemy forces of paradise, a declaration of war. So let me put that all together real quick. Willie says, here and now, representative of the Marlin government, I proclaim to the enemy forces of Paradise a declaration of war, and, hey, Willie, I think they <laughs> accept, because Aaron erupts through the building above Willy, he throws Swipes him into the air. Wipes the motherfucker up. Looks like his stomach has got a pretty bad gash, a few body parts go in a few oh, different man. directions. Uh, listen. I you think, think a lot he's of, about to devour this guy thinking he's the warhammer i think a lot of people are blowing this out of proportion Willie. my prescription just rub a little dirt on it you'll be all right okay yeah i
0: really it's not as bad as it looks i think one of his arms backward or his leg is backwards uh there's
1: blood everywhere i think he's gonna be okay um if he's not the warhammer titan yeah see you later Willie. Where do you – you said during the episode – you. Th- I don't know if you were kidding or not. You said now you think he is the Warhammer no, Titan. No. You know,
0: it would be epic if in midair right here, right now, he turns into the Warhammer Titan and just him and Aaron go at it next episode. But I think
1: Willie might be done for. There's definitely a few <laughs> – there's a few different things that could go on because now – here here's what I think because obviously this is the end of the episode. Uh, one other note I had about the episode was – Aaron is a meaty boy now. That Titan is thick. Do you see dude, that? He's meaty as fuck.
0: And let's just talk about, because I think I mentioned this to you, our second rewatch going over the notes. I didn't realize, I was so focused on him killing Willie's stupid, sorry sack of shit ass right in that moment that I forgot that all of those innocent people were right above him. Yes. My God, dude. He just killed
1: probably hundreds of innocent people. So, I've never been wrong, so I definitely, last episode, didn't say anything about how I didn't think Aaron would kill any innocent people, but if Eldians stood up to him, he would wreck them, but he definitely wouldn't kill any innocent people. I didn't say that, so therefore, I've still always been right, because there were so many innocent Eldians, just...
0: Oh my god, dude. It's like the first people he went for were the fucking innocent
1: people. I mean... And he went out of his way to tell like it would be one thing if we just could see this building and we're like, Oh wow, who's in that building? He straight up told Reiner, he's like, Oh yeah, it's you know, a lot of we're just under this building. These people are so excited for the play, they can't wait to watch. Yeah, it was intentional some dark shit right there. He knew what he was about to do. I'm in that the animation of that moment when he erupts, and awesome. So cool. Willie in the air. So cool. I know we joke about Willie being the Kindor saviors and all that stuff. Well, he stuff. is the Kindor hey, saviors.
0: It's not a joke. I'm glad that guy is potentially dead, because what a fucking scumbag, dude. He even admitted... I mean, if you admit to a whole crowd of Eldians and uh, Marlians that that whole thing was a fabrication, and you know this whole time that... You're actually just a piece of shit. You're the Tiber family's a piece of shit, but you keep going on with it. Like, what a scumbag!
1: Yeah, for uh, for sure. And it's at this point we know this is at least sixteen episodes long. If Willie's gone, uh, I'm I'm struggling to find. Like, I guess they have, they've got plenty of time to develop a character of another Tiber, but. I'm, I'm just a little, well, waiting, confi- I'm a little right, They might not even
0: have to develop another character. Just think about this: if it is a different person that is the Warhammer Titan, or say Willie even is, that person could just go Warhammer right now, and they just fucking duke it
1: out, and winner takes all. Yeah, I. But that's not, that's not Attack on Titan. That's some Transformers shit. Like, if there's one thing Attack on Titan's great at doing, it's like, look at this. For example, we've gone five episodes of this season of character building and story building so i don't believe that there's just going to be some random warhammer titan that we just oh this is the bad guy we don't know anything yeah. about i just think uh i mean i think willie is the bad the guy story is too good but uh i was gonna say too yeah but willie wouldn't be that random person like we know who willie is yeah. we know
0: his motivations that's what i'm well willie's dead so yeah you're right i guess i don't know what's gonna fucking happen now and thinking like back to this too if zeke is going to the gate okay so he's away from this whole thing he's obviously not going to be fighting we assume zeke is somehow at least a little bit in on this what's about to happen uh porco and peak are down low who's the only other reiner's the only other titan left so he's he and falco might even be dead we might not even see them again. I don't see that happening, but right. something crazy like that could
1: happen because they were right next to him. Yeah, I definitely think they're okay. I wouldn't be shocked if we see that. Does he just Reiner turn? had transformed or whatever, and just held Falco close to him or something like that. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you make of Zeke? Because you uh, now I don't know what I think. You've been on this uh, bandwagon of Zeke is working with Aaron. I think at this point it's obvious he's working him in some ways. Do you have a feeling for how he is working with him and what side he truly is on? Okay, here's the whole thing with Zeke. I do not think that
0: he is uh, completely against Marley. There's just no way that he's been doing this this whole time and he has nothing to do with Marley. I think that he knows they've got to get rid of the Tibers somehow. Right. I know he wants to save Aaron. Maybe the fact that the Tibers were going to declare war on Aaron Yeager... Um, he's like, all right, we need to take them out. I think he's got his own goals, and he's using Aaron to somehow get those goals, and he's thinking he can trick Aaron. It's, it's going to be super deep, because I there's no way Levi is just going to see Zeke and be like, oh,
1: hey, buddy, how you doing? Like, there's no way. And here's the thing about Zeke. I do believe that he knows more about the Tibers than maybe even the Tibers think he knows about them. And I could see... The reason I guess I don't think Willy would be the Warhammer Titan is I feel like Zeke has – he might not know who it is, but he knows maybe Zeke's not it because – Wait, he knows – wait. Zeke knows that Willy's not it? Is that what you're saying? Right. Okay. Is what I would say because here's the thing. If there was the slightest chance – that Willy was the Warhammer Titan. Sure, Aaron wrecked him, but he still did not wreck him in the way that you should wreck a person if you suspect suspect them yeah. of being one of the nine titans. Well, dude, hot take. What if Aaron
0: has his mouth open and he's trying to eat Willy in this moment to steal Willy's
1: powers thinking that Willy is that titan? Maybe he is for, I felt like that last scene, I felt like he was throwing him up, just like in the air. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's doing like what I do
0: sometimes, I throw like a Skittle in the air and I catch it in my catch, mouth. Catch it,
1: catch <laughs> it. I guess he could be doing
0: that, you're right. Um, um, I did have one more take though, when, when Willie said Aaron Yeager to the crowd, was no one like, wait a minute, is that guy related to Zeke uh, on Ye- Paradise Island? Yeager, what? Yeah. Like, that's I, true. I, I, they might have been thinking that they didn't really show but i wonder if anybody's like how the fuck
1: is is it someone related to zeke no that's a good point point. and if like yeah, what does that mean for maggoth they're trying to round up all these warriors is he not like wait where's zeke yeah i'm sure maggoth is kind of caught on by now at this point um so what do you think, man? Do you think- I, I mean, you straight up mentioned you're like, Armin's here. Is he going to straight up nuke this entire place?
0: Oh my God. I can't see Armin doing it. I know Aaron, he's kind of gone off the wazoo, it seems like, and he's killing innocent people. But can you see Armin just nuking innocent people? I, I don't see
1: it. I'm, not I, I'm just at such a loss. At this point, I have no clue how you get 11 more episodes out of this. I just don't even know. Like, where... What? How is this settled in a way where the two sides go – one side goes on the other and then we reset? If you you think about
0: this as well, though, a lot of uh, our people that are emailing us are saying that it should be way more than 16 episodes and that it potentially is going to be. So think about it that way. We think it can't even last 16. They're saying it should last like 20 to 30. Right. So what – I don't know where you go. I know the whole Marley fight – That's obviously going to happen. It's happening right now. Maybe the whole world gets involved and they got to fight them too and
1: that's how it lasts longer. I don't know. It Just from a logistical standpoint, it doesn't seem like Zeke... I think the most likely thing to happen is what you said, that Zeke knew that they needed to get the Tibers out of power and it needed to be back in Marleyan's actual hands because if Aaron has... The founding or Aaron has the founding Titan, uh, the attack Titan. We have the colossal Titan. We've got the female Titan somewhere. Then the Beast Titan teams up. Like it's not even a con. Like what are we doing at this point? Yeah. Like so, I don't know how it
0: how it works. It's it's gonna be crazy, man. Because you got to imagine that. You got to imagine the whole. We're in the internment zone still. So the whole military. I mean, we've got, like, top generals and stuff, but there's obviously, you know, more soldiers. A lot of, uh, like you said, though, a lot of the soldiers that are used are uh, Eldians. Right. So this, I mean, is, it, this is a perfect attack if you really yeah, think about it. They Could have not no be weapons. They're yeah. all
1: in one spot. I mean, yeah. Porco and Peak can't
0: fight. Zeke is out of the picture. I mean, they're, Marley is fucked right now. Man. And I don't then, know. I don't know. And that. then uh, there's no way, though, that... Willie, if Willie is dead right here, somebody else is the Warhammer Titan. There's no way that they're going to allow this no. Titan to be hyped up and then never fight.
1: No. Yeah, fuck. Oh, just so, such an epic episode. Very epic. Who knows what we're in store for next time? It like,
0: oh, this it's, at
1: this point is so crazy. It could be a classic TV trope of we go into next episode and. It's an entire flashback episode.
0: I hope not. I hope it's just chaos.
1: <laughs> we'll see. You got anything else?
0: I really hope to see my girl Hanji next episode. Her just sexy one-eyed ass just comes swooping out of nowhere and just starts fucking shit up. I want to see her, man. I, I miss her. I want to write her a poem. <laughs> did you
1: wait? Did you just? Did you just orgasm right huh? in the middle of that? I miss her. No, I was I just thinking her. about her a lot. I've just been thinking. I miss her. Uh, all right. Well, if you could stop doing that, get a little weird, go clean yourself up. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks to all the people who've been uh, writing in. We had some new pe- new listeners that uh, send us some emails. Shout out to Carson. And then we don't know his name. His, his uh, profile is just a guy who makes videos. That's the name. But he's been trooping hard he's commenting hey, on the youtube yeah. videos respect for watching them all
0: on youtube man we put which, a lot of hard work into that
1: even if you don't listen on youtube everyone congratulate Chaz. he officially got all of our episodes up on youtube it was, it was a uh a mission that he has completed and we'll talk to you next time email us at the podcast chronicles at gmail.com follow us on twitter at podcast chronic and we'll talk to you next week love you guys how is it that your voice cracks at the end of every... It's like you get so emotional that we have to say oh bye. in dude. And Hanji, and I just miss it. I just miss myself. Ronnie's saying peace. Peace.